These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. A fire destroyed the Belmont Sports Club on Sunday night. The damage bill was estimated at up to half a million dollars. The club was closed in 2018 due to financial problems. The fire was being treated as suspicious. Police investigated an armed robbery of a chemist outlet at Charlestown. A man entered the pharmacy on the Pacific Highway and left with boxes of perfume without paying. An employee followed him out the door and confronted him, but he allegedly turned around and threatened the worker with a knife. The employee backed away and the man walked off. Lake Macquarie councillors have voted to begin a community consultation process to change the name of Coon Island. The island was named after Herbert Greta Heaney, who was nicknamed Coon because he was a coal miner who often had black dust on his face. Councillor Kevin Baker proposed a notice of motion at last night's council meeting with the majority of councillors agreeing the racial slur was hurtful. A dual name could be considered, which also takes into account the island's awabical heritage. The former boss of the Trugain Waste Oil Refinery at Rutherford was convicted and fined for not cooperating with an EPA investigation into his finances. Robert Pullinger and five associated companies were required to produce financial records but failed to comply. EPA inquiries revealed Mr Pullinger and the related entities had 12 bank accounts with balances between $116 and almost $10,000. He's always maintained he could not afford to clean up the heavily contaminated Rutherford site because he had run out of money. Pullinger and two of his companies have been fined $3,000 in order to pay more than $4,000 in legal fees. Newcastle Council said parking problems across the city are a result of how the spaces are managed, not a lack of supply. A nine-year parking plan was adopted at Tuesday night's meeting, which could see increased parking costs and timed parking introduced near the city's beaches. Deputy Lord Mayor Declan Corson said building just one new car park in Newcastle cost between fifty dollars and $126,000. Local welfare groups said the increase to the job seeker payment wouldn't be enough to keep all Hunter recipients above the poverty line. Payments are set to increase by $50 a fortnight after the coronavirus supplement ends in March. But founder of Carter Charity Group Survivors R Us, Maria Martin, said it should increase by at least $100 a fortnight. Unmarked mobile speed crammers were taking their toll on hunter drivers as fines fly and revenue soars. Newcastle Road in Wall's End recorded 116 speeding offences last month, compared to 37 in January last year. East Maitland's New England Highway also also saw dramatic rises in fines, bringing in an extra $20,000. The state government has scrapped mobile speed camera warning signs and vehicle markings. Transport Minister Andrew Constance said the changes aren't about revenue, but say Saving lives. Four healthcare workers became the Hunter's first residents to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Belmont Hospital nursing assistant Angel St. John and colleagues Isaac Moore, Madison Jensen and Jacinda Enright travelled to Sydney to receive the jab. Newcastle City Police urged the public not to challenge offenders during a robbery following an armed hold-up at Wall's End. A man reportedly entered a Henny Penny store on Cowper Street, threatening two female staff members with a gun before stealing cash and a handbag. Acting Inspector Mick Kelly said one of the employees became involved in a physical scuffle with a man in an attempt to retrieve the bag and chased him onto a nearby street. It was hoped two major infrastructure projects earmarked for the Hunter would receive government funding after being pushed 
finished up the list of priority projects for the region. Infrastructure Australia's updated priority list showed the Newcastle Airport expansion and the Broadmeadow Entertainment Precinct as new entries on the list. Infrastructure Australia is an independent body which advises the government on Australia's infrastructure needs. Other projects still on the priority list include the M1 motorway extension, the John Hunter Hospital redevelopment and the Singleton and Musselbrook bypasses. Moves to protect feral cats living on the Stockton breakwall from further culling ramped up a notch. A petition of almost 12,000 signatures was presented to officials from the Port of Newcastle calling for an end to the culling. The port was forced to apologise for a botched cull by a contract shooter in December which left some cats blinded and maimed. Plans for any future culls were put on hold pending an internal investigation and a probe by the RSPCA. A man was arrested after allegedly assaulting a paramedic and damaging an ambulance in Cardiff. Emergency services were called to the Edward Street home to assist a man with shoulder injuries. The 25-year-old reportedly became verbally abusive and pushed a staff member in the chest as they went to leave. He then allegedly lashed out the vehicle's door as they drove away. He was granted conditional bail to face court next month. Congregations in the Hunter lifted a chorus of praise as restrictions eased. Up to 30 choir members can now join the chorus as restrictions eased for churches, weddings and small venues. Choir director and organist at Christchurch Cathedral Peter Guy said churches felt they were being treated unfairly compared to other venues. And in sport, the Knights locked in coach Adam O'Brien for a further two seasons, which will see him remain at the club until the end of 2024. The former Storm and Roosters assistant managed to take the club to the finals for the first time since 2013 with a 17th place finish.